to another episode of SFL Podcast. I am your host, Friday Longway, and joining me today for this episode is another instructor from the School of Foreign Languages and teaching in the prep school, Yashim Chehaz. Welcome, Yashim. Thank you for having me. Uh, Yashim, how long have you been teaching um, English here at uh, SFL School of Foreign Languages and prep school? Um, I've been in the prep school for six years. For six years? Yes. That's not long. I think I started a year um, after you. Yes, yes, exactly. A year after me, yeah. Right. So the topic for this episode is it's all about you, up to you, and only you. And our special guest joining us today uh, is Rehan Kose. Welcome, Rehan. Thank you very much. It's so good to be here. Okay, um, Rehan is our colleague and friend. And she's been working with us in the School of Foreign Languages for more than 15 years. Most importantly, Rehan has gone through a remarkable personal journey over the years. In this episode, we are going to talk to Rehan about her inspirational and transformational life story. Okay, thank you for that. So, uh, Rehan, we are grateful for uh, awarding us this opportunity to have you on our podcast, SFL podcast. So your story reminds me of the book I recently read by um, Ichiro Kishimi and Fumiteke Koga, and the title of the book is The Courage to be Disliked. Uh, yeah. Basically, this book uh, is a Japanese analysis of the work of the 19th century psychologist Alfred Adler, uh, who established that happiness lies in the hands of an individual, uh, or each human individual, and does not depend on our past uh, as well as our traumas. I totally agree with him. <laughs> yeah. So actually the book tells the story of an unhappy young man who visits a philosopher uh, on the outskirts of his city. And throughout the conversation they have, the philosopher and the young man, the philosopher helps him to take control of his own life and happiness. And from reading this book, um, there are some lessons that I took from this book. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one of the lessons was it's dangerous to believe that your past determines your future. And also, um, if you focus on what's wrong with you, you might be looking for reasons to hurt yourself on purpose. Mm-hmm. And the last one was most of what we think of as competition is just made up and hurting our happiness. So to get us started, we have some questions that we would like you to just uh, help us understand your life story. Yeah. So I'll, I'll hand over to Yashim now, and she can ask the first question. Okay. Um, well, everyone of us has a unique lifestyle, and at some point, we experience changes, uh, which may push us into a positive direction, or in some situations, we may choose not to change. So what changes, if any, have you experienced in your life, and what was the motivation? Well, uh, of course, the biggest change that I went through uh, was related to my body. Uh, I used to weigh uh, more than 135 kilos, and my life was miserable, yeah. Mm. And change was inevitable for me because I wanted to survive. First of all, I have a child, and I had the Mm -hmm. biggest desire to see him grow. Mm -hmm. And uh, life was miserable at that time, uh, literally miserable, because I was unable to walk, I was unable to tie my shoes, Mm. uh, I was unable to move. And uh, I remember missing uh, my child's uh, parent um, parent meetings at school just because oh. 
I just couldn't find things to wear to go there. I did not have this confidence and I didn't I did not have outfit for the occasions and life was slipping away. I had to do something, so I did what I needed to do. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean that sounds like it was very challenging for you. It was. Right. So um, as part of this uh, personal transformation, um, what new activities and habits did you adapt in order to follow through with your decision to change your life? Uh, well, is that is a question about what I did or what I will do? I just couldn't understand what no, you meant um, exactly. Because you mentioned the challenges that you went through before and uh -huh. what it motivated you to actually transform your life. Uh -huh. So uh, my question is... Um, did you pick up new activities? Did you pick up new habits to help you uh, with the changes? That ah, you with this transformation. Yes. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, I just understood it now. Well, of course, uh, first I had to make a plan. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, together with my husband, uh, we set our goals. Okay. Uh, my, for me, of course, mm -hmm. he, was, he has always been fit. Uh, and then we decided uh, on what to eat, what not to eat, what activities right. mm -hmm. to do, what not to do. I had to miss lots of parties because parties were so attractive. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> because there was food all the, uh, everywhere. And I even missed my niece's wedding uh, ceremony. It was at a very nice hotel was with very nice food. Yeah, I didn't go there. You decided to change your That's eating right. habits so, or something? Right. Yes, okay. I was so determined and mm -hmm. I did not let anything to distract my attention. And I had to get up very early in the morning in order to, you know, set my meal times. And I uh, set alarms. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I ate wisely. And after I lost about 30, 35 kilos, I started to walk. I used to live uh, four kilometers away from school at that time. Yeah. And every morning I walked to school, to school and from school. And I walked everywhere. Yeah. So mm -hmm. the more I walked, the more I wanted to walk. Yeah. Then it was not enough. I started to jog. Jogging was not enough. I started to run. Oh. It was not enough. I started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, life goes on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I, I needed to adopt many changes in my life. Interesting. Okay. Well, um, how about what was, the, what was the most challenging part of sticking to these changes you mentioned? Well, uh, believe it or not, it was the people's reactions. Okay. Some thought I was sick. Some thought I was so stubborn. Some thought I was after a dream. Some mm -hmm. thought uh, it would be impossible for me. I would gain it back within a year. Everybody was saying something negative. Dealing with the people uh, was the, the most challenging part. Uh, believe it or not, even your beloved ones uh, are ready, can be ready to demotivate you if you are determined mm -hmm. to do something. Oh, that yeah. That's, that's difficult, yes. But you managed to overcome that, didn't oh, you? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, how did you then get to where you are now? Um, if possible, could you please share with us uh, what steps you've taken to be where you are? Because you've mentioned that mm -hmm. uh, you had these challenges, even people that were close to you were questioning you. Mm -hmm. um, so what got you to where you are now? Mm -hmm. uh, well, actually, uh, I must say that uh, a good planning is so important. Mm -hmm. After you know what you are going to do, uh, then you start taking steps towards your goal. One at a time. This is my life philosophy, one at a time. So I was determined and I, was, I knew 
what I needed to do. And uh, even if even if it was a small thing, I did it. So mm-hmm. small challenges accumulated, and then I got my goal. And um, I had to manage my time. I believe time management is the key to uh, lots of kinds of transformations. It's not only about body transformation. Sure. It can mm-hmm. be about mm-hmm. your you know, profession. It can be about your lifestyle. Whatever your problem I- in life is, you can manage it mm-hmm. by planning and time management and commitment. Yani you have to be committed to what you are uh, going, uh, going to, what your aim is. So when it comes to planning and time yeah. management, because already you've mentioned that you had to wake up early. That's to, right. Uh, change mm-hmm. your diet and everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that change your lifestyle altogether? Did you change your lifestyle in terms of planning the day and activities that you're doing during this day? Of course. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't imagine how much, how many different things I had to change in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, the clothes that I wear every day. Clothes. Uh, yeah, clothes. <laughs> Believe it or not, uh, I am uh, I am ready to play tennis or to go running or to walk, <laughs> even if there is a wedding ceremony that I had. <laughs> and then uh, the food that I carry with me, uh, uh-huh. even if I get stuck in a room for one week, I do have enough snacks with me. I mean to you know survive, and also uh, my kitchen at home it yeah, changed yeah. completely. I had to buy new stuff uh, mm-hmm. to cook, uh, you know, healthily, and then everything. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot go into that much okay. detail. Well, yes, I uh-huh. don't want to go into that much detail either. But you mentioned about taking up tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And having the sport as the core of your transformation. What is the best thing about playing tennis? Everything. Okay. Tennis is life, all right. And life is like tennis. Well, uh, um, I can say that tennis uses the language of life. Mm-hmm. The terminology that we use in this sport okay. is the same as, you know, life. Advantage, for example. Yeah. Service, yeah. okay. Yes. And, you know, fault, <laughs> <laughs> love, break. Even the terminology, yeah. the basic uh, words are very, you know, from from uh, are from uh, real life. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. And also, I've learned lots of things from tennis, and I would like to say some of the lessons that I took. Sure, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. The first one is you should do your best. Okay, uh-huh. do your best. Whatever the circumstances are, you have to do your best. Mm-hmm. You should not let others to demotivate you. Mm-hmm. There may not be people around you to support you, uh, but you should go on, okay? You should not let anybody demotivate you. This was the very first lesson that mm-hmm. I get from uh, tennis. And the other one, life can be unfair because I'm a tournament player at the moment. Oh. Yes, in uh, senior mm-hmm. league, we do not have empire, empire, umpires, okay? <laughs> so uh, each uh, player is the, uh, is the referee or umpire of the court. And right. sometimes uh-huh. they, their call is wrong. Uh-huh. You know it, you can do nothing about it, but you have a choice. You either suck, accept this, uh-huh. or you try to play better. This is what I learned from tennis. And in my real life, I do the very same thing. Yeah. Good lesson. Mm-hmm. So discipline is very important there, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And another thing, uh, you, you cannot be good at everything in life. Okay. So, of course, there are some things that you are not good at. 
in tennis, for example, I was unable to serve. Now I am the best server <laughs> in Izmir now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the the magic here is to practice, 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 practice. Practice uh-huh. makes you perfect. So I just learned this, and emotional intelligence. This is what I've learned. What My take. Yeah. What do, mean, what do you mean by emotional intelligence? Well, let me tell you something. Uh, I have a very great technique in tennis because I have mm. been taking tennis lessons for seven years. I mean, since the very first day, I have had coaches, and today I have three coaches. Three two coaches. are that's right. Two are for my tennis, and one is for my fitness. So I'm working with these professionals. Right. But when you are when you step on the court, you mm. are all alone. And if you let your opponent or the spectators or the umpire or whatever the external, I'm talking about the external, you know, uh, factors. Mm-hmm. If you are down and if you do not know how to get, uh, how to feel better, you lose. It is not always uh, what you have in hand. Mm-hmm. It is always about your emotional intelligence. Okay. And well, it is important to keep your emotions in control. Isn't it like life? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, and uh, it is uh, it is also very important for me. With tennis, I learned not to not to make excuses for my failures. Okay, there will be excuses uh-huh. for people oh, to yeah. hang on to, but excuses are nothing for me. I just practice. Okay, I learned from my mistakes in real life as well, not only in tennis. And every day is an opportunity to learn something. Every time I step on the court, I learn something. It is like life, huh? And one more thing. This is, believe it or not, very simple. Smile. (laughs) <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I try that all the time. <laughs> yeah, smile when you fail. Okay, yeah. and uh, well, it is not the end. Smile when you win. Mm-hmm. It's not the end because you have to be there. You have to, you know, continue your success. Mm. And most importantly, enjoy what you do. This is what tennis has contributed to my life. So enjoy every serve, enjoy every... That's right. uh, Right, okay, interesting. Now, uh, about tennis, um, have you participated um, in any major tournaments? And what uh, has been the outcome of these um, tournaments, Mm -hmm. your participation in these tournaments? Yeah, well, uh, every year uh, there are tournaments, okay, Mm -hmm. and we call it, we call it, ITF is for international, TTF. Turkey Tennis Federation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my license and I am a licensed uh, athlete in Seniors League. Oh. Yeah, uh, and I have been playing tournaments for seven years. And my best ranking was last year, actually, because we were online. <laughs> <laughs> and we, I had more time to play. And I was number two in Izmir. And oh, that's right. Congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> number number 11 or 12, I'm not very sure, in Turkey. I was doing Amazing. really, really well. And mm-hmm. uh, I was getting even better. Uh, mm-hmm. Because the more you play, the better you play. But uh, school opened and uh-huh. the uh, restrictions uh, were, you know, eased. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why we had to work more now. Uh-huh. Uh, and I do not have time to go to 
the tournaments. You have to get points, and that's why you have to travel to other cities right. to take part in the tournaments. I cannot do it, but my biggest achievement was last year's Cumhuriyet Çocukları Turnuvası. I became the champion. I was able to beat a woman who had been playing for more for 30 years <laughs> wow. really? and who was a national player. That's great. Huh? So, You've kept all this yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I of course. I didn't know about that. Because this it should be celebrated. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's a massive, it's a huge uh -huh. achievement. Yeah. Uh, well, believe it or not, mm -hmm. winning is not my goal. Being yeah. on the court. I mean, feeling the wind in my hair is my goal. I mean, the ability to be able to move is my goal. So wow. that, you know, excitement, it, not, yani, it is something <laughs> personal. That's great. You know what this reminds me again? I just, uh, when we started, I mentioned about this book, book The Courage uh -huh. to be Disliked. So uh -huh. one of the, uh, one of my favorite quotes from the book there about life, he says, life is like, dancing yeah when you're dancing you don't dance to reach a certain goal you're right every step that you take when you're dancing mm -hmm. should be enjoyed yeah so exactly what you say there when you're playing tennis yeah the goal is not to be the champion but uh -huh. every time you're on the court you are enjoying every moment you know what yeah before mm -hmm. i step uh, on the court i am 52 years old when I step there, I am five. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I could find something that would be passionate as you are. Yeah, I wish this for everybody. Yeah. Everybody should have a love in life. <laughs> right. So, um, lastly... Um, Okay, um, well, we, we Not the last one, but another <laughs> question. Yes, no, yes before you, uh, Friday, I, I do have another question. Uh -huh. um, other than tennis, do you have any other hobbies or activities of interest? Yes, of course, I do. Uh, well, I'm an early bird. I get uh, up at uh, 5 o'clock, the wow. latest, every morning. So um, I go running, I go swimming, and I go cycling. These are all regular uh, supportive activities. Other than that, I do make crochet toys. Uh, and I knit, okay. Mm -hmm. So I knit uh, blankets for my family. I knit toys for my, you know, uh, nieces and nephews and for other people as well. And I cook. Uh, I love cooking mm -hmm. and I, my kitchen is experimental kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I cook, you know, from different, you know, cuisines. Mm -hmm. And I have a family to run. I have a business. I mean, I have a job mm -hmm. that I love. Uh, that's all I guess. I can't, uh, you know, I can't remember now. Well, well, I, I, I'm I, always busy. I am trying to picture you knitting right now. <laughs> yeah, you, it is. It is wonderful. The colors. Yeah. I mean, the, the the challenge there is something different. When I knit or when I crochet a toy, I can solve many problems in mind. Yes, I understand yeah. that. I understand <laughs> that. I also knit. <laughs> Do you? Yes, do you need to? Yes, oh, that's one thing that I should pick up as well. I've never tried it. <laughs> Must be very relaxing, though, isn't it? Yes, Meeting. it is. It right. Is. Rayhan, thank you very much for everything. So, but uh, just before we go, I have one more question uh, for you, or maybe anything that you'd like to say to the people that are listening out there. So, to anyone listening out there, what would you say to them regarding uh, deciding to change their lifestyle? Is there any technique or strategy that uh, they can use to implement these changes? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, the first thing is to identify what makes you unhappy. Right. All right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Identification. <laughs> All right. So uh, you should know uh, what is bothering you, what is making you feel unhappy, and run away. 
Okay, do not <laughs> keep it. <laughs> do not, that's right. <laughs> find something else, okay? Yeah. Find something else. And as I always tell you, one at a time, okay? Yeah. Uh, small things uh, make big things. And do not let your problems define you. And uh, the reaction should be towards the solution, not to, not to the uh, problem, problem itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's all I can say. And change is a must. Change if necessary. Change is if necessary. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, thank you very much. I Reha would like Kose. to thank uh, you. This is indeed inspirational. And um, I, I think it's, it's, I find it very motivational. Actually. Oh, thank you very yeah. much. The journey is quite <laughs> motivational and inspirational. I hope the people that are listening out there also uh, have learned one or two things from you. Thank uh, you so thank much. Thank you very much for your time. I'm and. Sure um, my co-host here, Yashim. <laughs> yes, well, like um, well, I am excited still because it's my first time here. <laughs> but yeah. no, thank you for having me as well. Thank right. you. Okay. I have learned some things. All right. Thank you very much, everybody, for your time. And hopefully we can uh, meet again and you can listen to another episode. Uh, you can find these episodes on Spotify, SFL, uh, uh, IEU. Just like that. And then you'll be able to find this episode. Okay. Thank you very much. And goodbye. Bye-bye.